You are Locked On Fantasy, your daily NFL fantasy podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Vinny Iyer. When I'm not doing this, I'm writing about NFL and fantasy football for SportingNews.com. Yesterday's show, we broke down the Julio Jones trade. You can check out my trade grades there. Also, Aaron Rodgers looks like he's going to be staying out of the minicamp here for the Packers. So that situation continues to develop here with another big fantasy football asset. So we'll track that. But we took a break for Julio Jones and that reaction. We need to get back on track here with our mock draft in progress. What we're doing here is uh, we took care of round one there at the end of last week. We're going through pick by pick these rounds and also giving some advice along the way. So 12 pieces of advice with 12 picks on these early round shows there for you. We'll eventually get to all 17 rounds of a 12-team half-point PPR mock draft. So we'll recap the teams we have. We call them Team 1 all the way through Team 12, what they've done so far in the first round, what they're doing to add to those teams here. So we'll have uh, two players on the books here for all 12 teams. And again, we'll give you advice along the way. With every pick comes a little piece of advice, 12 pieces there. So conveniently, we'll break it down into... Four picks and four tips per segment here on this show. I do have to remind you at the top that NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson host Locked On's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you the national perspective all around the NFL, covering all the latest news and insight on every game, team, and move. Get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday with the Peacock and Williamson podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. All right, as we're doing the snake draft format, that means Team 12 is back on the clock. We'll recap their previous selection here as well. Ezekiel Elliott, so at the end of the first round, yeah, Elliott dropped to the last spot in the first round here, partly because of the Tony Pollard experience and the Cowboys being a very pass-happy team here. So keep that in mind is that Elliott may be fading a little bit. He's got some mileage. There are some more attractive younger backs to look at here in many cases, but Elliott still figures to get a heavy workload and be a big part of Dallas's offense. So we were comfortable and uh, like that value there, Ezekiel Elliott at number 12. Now with our running back getting good volume and the Cowboys ready for rebound, we're going to go with a sure thing here, tight end, give us a big edge at this position with a tight end who pretty much performs like a wide receiver, is a wide receiver technically in his offense there playing off Tyree Kill, who went to, by the way, 8th overall to team number 8. So, Travis Kelsey goes to team 12, and uh, the piece of advice that comes with taking Travis Kelsey this early, don't be afraid to be the bold one early. That means, be the trendsetter, don't be the trend follower. If you like Kelsey, and you think he's the best value here, and you think he's going to have the same type of big season, he follows with the half-point PPR rankings, that He's in this range and you want him and you know you feel pretty good about your RB1. You can get a good RB2 
later and a wide receiver one later, then be bold and confident about your pick. Go with Travis Kelsey and just say, this is the guy I want. I know I'm going to get good production and don't regret it there at all. Next on the clock would be team number 11. Now with the penultimate pick in the first round, they took the wide receiver from the Bills, Stephon Diggs, building on a big season. We had three wide receivers go in the first round. I mentioned Tyree Kill to team 8. Team 9 took Devontae Adams, and the last one was team 11, Stephon Diggs. Now, they probably want to think running back if the value lines up here after getting that elite wide receiver 1 in the first round. So, we're circling Austin Eckler. I think this is going to be a good offense for him overall. Joe Lombardi, he has a Saints influence there. So Alvin Kamara, they'll use Eckler more like that in that role. He's going to be key to what they do all over the field. They lost some targets there in Hunter Henry. So Jared Cook is an adequate replacement. Eckler, if he stays healthy, he's going to have another big year catching the ball there to complement Keenan Allen there and Mike Williams. So the number two piece of advice that comes with our second pick here, 14, number 11, as they add Austin Eckler to their roster along with Stefan Diggs, know the format and how that changes or improves values of a player. So Austin Eckler in half-point PPR is a big boost over Austin Eckler in standard leagues and a full-point PPR. He's got even higher value, but Eckler is a fine runner. He's very efficient, gets good yards per carry, finishes in the red zone when needed as well. They changed up their backfield a little bit. No more Kalen Balage and some of those guys that they try to pop in. Joshua Kelly's not going to get a lot of looks here either. So you're looking at Austin Eckler backed up by Justin Jackson. But either way, Eckler in a PPR, much like Alvin Kamara, similar style player. I think this Chargers team is going to be very successful with Herbert, their quarterback. So Eckler there is a guy made for this half-point format here to really excel. Our next pick team on the clock is team number 10 at the end, near end of the first round. They took Nick Chubb, the Browns running back. Now they're going to circle back and say, look, we got a very good runner. We're happy with him, even with the committee with Kareem Hunt. as a Browns run heavy team. We feel really confident we can go wide receiver here. So the choice here for us is DeAndre Hopkins of the Cardinals. You get him in there. He's, he's one of the most consistent fantasy performers we've ever seen. He's going to put up the numbers. The touchdowns are going to go up, but you know he's going to easily push for the century mark in receptions. He's going to go over 1,200 yards without a question. So get another reliable money in the bank guy, and that's what you look at here. And the piece of advice that comes with this pick, going for tried and true is just fine too. Hopkins has done it for a while. There's no sense that he's slowing down. I know the Cardinals have more depth here. They added A.J. Green. They added Rondell Moore. But Hopkins is the centerpiece of this passing game. They are not even looking as good at tight end here. So Hopkins should dominate targets. Larry Fitzgerald also probably not in the mix here for 2021. So Hopkins and Kyler Murray. We've seen Hopkins with mediocre quarterbacks of the Texans. We've seen him with Deshaun Watson. He gets the job done. Tried and true is the definition of DeAndre Hopkins. And our final pick in this segment goes to team number nine. And they took Devontae Adams here in the first round. And you look at uh, this option, it's tough because you might have had your sights set on another running back, but you're a little bit scared of going in a different direction. You were maybe looking at Eckler here, but he's off the board. So who looks good all of a sudden here? Calvin Ridley. 
And his value just went up, folks. Elite wide receiver here. So there's an argument that he could go ahead of Hopkins here at wide receiver. But Calvin Ridley, the clear-cut number one for Atlanta. Julio Jones trade. Reacting to what just happened. Ridley's value is bumped up. So now you've got Devontae Adams, a big-time scorer, reliable wide receiver. You have Calvin Ridley, who scored a lot of touchdowns and now is a clear-cut number one high-volume target of their quarterback. Got Devontae Adams, wide receiver one. Calvin Ridley, like a wide receiver one. So you have two wide receiver ones. One settles for wide receiver two. The piece of advice that comes with this selection, don't worry about doubling up on wide receivers. It's simple. So if wide receivers that player that can put you over the top and is the best value at that time and you feel confident you can find a better running back one later, sleeper there, and know you're going to have a big bump up, you have a little bit of cushion with two elite wide receivers, so be it. You can get your tight end later when Kelsey off the board. I mean, the same thing. If you want to take a tight end running back, if you go two wide receivers, it's okay. Just be confident and diligent there about getting a viable backfield there but yeah you're looking really good at wide receiver with those two guys pretty durable and highly productive there to start your draft and you can't argue with that all right so there's uh four picks and four piece of advice we've got eight more to do on both ends here on this show but first i'm going to tell you more about rockauto.com with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models it's now possible to stock all the parts you need in traditional chain storefront why do are often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home in your, pocket, in your pocket. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specification, and most important, prices you prefer. At rockauto.com, you'll find everything from engine control models and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether you're a classic driver, you're a daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks to deliver directly to your door. Best of all, as I mentioned, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low, and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? To save, go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That's rockauto.com. This episode of Locked On Fantasy Football is also brought to you by Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. We know we're waiting for the NFL, but we've got the futures and props and all that good stuff you can look at now. But baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news and odds information for your sporting needs, including MLB, NFL, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch or tip off or puck drop, whatever the action, uh, the bell to start the match here. Head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get in the game as the NBA and NHL playoffs heat up here. You want to get in the action, and we know baseball charging hard toward the All-Star break. Head to the website or use a mobile device to sign up today at BetOnline and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's Bet Online. Just use the promo code Locked On to get a fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, let's continue the show with our look at uh, what team number seven, and, sorry, team number eight, we're up to. So we're up to our eight 
team here. 8765 will go. 4321 will be our last segment. So, got a little ahead of ourselves, but we're excited about this mock draft. Why wouldn't you be? Tyreek Hill was teammates' first round selection. We're going to look at Cam Akers now here at this spot. We really like Cam Akers, and he really came through for the Rams in the second half of last season. We're waiting and waiting. We know this kid had a ton of talent at Florida State, didn't get a lot of support there. We thought the Rams were going to give him a big opportunity, but then Daryl Henderson happened, then Malcolm Brown happened, then Akers wasn't healthy to take advantage either. So, But he came on strong, didn't he, down the second half of the stretch. Henderson wasn't healthy. You had Brown just being a limited guy. They just waited. You had to be patient, just like Sean McVay was, to showcase Akers. But I know they got Matthew Stafford. I know they have very talented receivers led by Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. This is still going to be a run-centric team. That's when the Rams have been their best under Sean McVay. They run very effectively. We saw with Todd Gurley. They want another Todd Gurley, and Cam Akers can be that guy. So here's the piece of advice that comes with taking a player such as Cam Akers. Pay attention to the second half of last season. Yeah, it can tell you a lot. It's not just about what teams surge and build some momentum there as a win-loss team there for 20 21 or the next season it's also the players they kind of get into gear especially rookies that they need some time to adjust and cam makers in his case he didn't hit a rookie wall he just didn't have a chance to get going there so he got going really took advantage of it in the second half of last season cam makers very exciting to put with tyree kill if you're team number eight team number seven now we're on team number seven they took Jonathan Taylor, the fine running back, second year back. Speaking of second half breakouts, he was big time there for the Colts. Much like Cam Akers, they can be studs here as RB1s. So, got Taylor, you feel good about him. And now you go to A.J. Brown, staying in the AFC South. Not intentional, but they also got Julio Jones. But I don't think that cuts into A.J. Brown too much. He produced big time, even with... Uh, Corey Davis being a factor last year. You still have the vacated targets by Joni Smith. So you get Jones helping to replace a little bit of Smith and Davis while Brown can build on his big season from last year. So our piece of advice that comes with the drafting of A.J. Brown to go with Jonathan Taylor, trust in third-year wide receivers who already broke out. So, yeah, that's what we want to look at here is that A.J. Brown is ahead of schedule. And we've seen this in the past. We've kind of had that as an arbitrary thing that we look at in fantasy football. Third-year wide receivers, it seems to be the year that they put it all together. A.J. Brown put it all together in his second season here as a big-time receiver. He was pretty good as a rookie, too, but he's here to stay. He's a big-time player. He's already arrived here. So, again, don't say he's going to regress all of a sudden. He's there. He's arrived on the scene. What you see is what you get. This is how talented he is. This is how big part of the offense he is in Tennessee. It doesn't matter about Julio Jones being in there. Uh, it's going to be fine here with A.J. Brown. And now you have two very young players that you're excited about having big seasons on your team. as team number seven, Jonathan Taylor, A.J. Brown. The next team is team number six. And uh, we have Aaron Jones. We would like to maybe take care of our backfield here, get an RB2 that we really like with some upside Aaron Jones is a strong RB1 with uh, Jamal Williams gone. He's still going to be the main guy ahead of A.J. Dillon. We want a main guy as our second back here if we're going to invest this early. And we're going with Joe Mixon of the Bengals. And 
the piece of advice here, don't discount a big rebound season from a talented player. Now, Joe Mixon is extremely talented. He's been a big asset in fantasy football. He was having a pretty good year until the knee injury issues and all those things popped up where he just couldn't get back on the field. They didn't shut him down. They strung him along a little bit there with his status. And then you didn't have Joe Burrow, so there really hurt any chances of uh, being successful there without support from the passing game. The blocking was questionable. They upgraded the blocking a little bit this year. They invested some money there up front. Joe Mixon should have a nice rebound season. The passing game is going to be a factor. He's going to get those checkdowns. He's going to be healthy just like that to produce. The line should be hit better run blocking. So Joe Mixon, again, don't discount a big rebound season from a talented player. And Joe Mixon has all kinds of talent there. The final team we'll talk about in the segment is uh, team number five. And uh, Saquon Barkley was our first pick for this team. Now we're thinking about wide receiver like these other teams. Most of these other teams going running back one and then turning our attention immediately to wide receiver one. DK Metcalf is the guy we're going with. He was awesome for the Seahawks. They didn't really change up their offense too much. I think Tyler Lockett is an up and down guy because he works a slot. The touchdowns could regress there. But Metcalf is an elite receiver. He's going to get better. They only added Dwayne Eskridge in the draft. So still a lot of two receiver sets. Not a lot thrown to the tight end. Metcalf stretches the field. He can finish in the red zone. And we're excited. I mean, look at these two guys. I mean, workout warriors. You look at them in the gym and you say, come on, beat my fantasy team with these two guys in the front of it. So piece of advice that comes with Saquon Barkley and DK Metcalf here. Be excited about your early one-two punch. This is an exciting duo. If you, I'm team number five, I want to watch Giants games and Seahawks games as much as possible, as soon as possible. So, yeah, this is the combination you want. I mean, these are two physical specimens. They're jaw-dropping talents when they're on the field and healthy. Yeah, so be excited about the players you have on your team. You may not be a Giants fan. You may not be a Seahawks fan. It doesn't really matter. These are two players that you can get behind seeing what they do to produce every week because they play in big spots and are going to deliver for you. And it's fun to have those type of players on your team. So that's team number five. So we still have to go team four, team three, team two, team one with their second round picks. We'll do that in our final segment. But first, I got to tell you more about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. It really is. I mean, I've tried a lot of protein bars. I like them for a little bit of a morning uh, breakfast on the go or to power me through a workout and all that and Built Bar really stands out among the rest. I really like all their flavors here and you can just uh, really get any flavor you like there from Built Bar and you're not going to be disappointed. Just listen to some of their core delicious flavors among their nine coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, Peanut butter brownie, double chocolate salted caramel. I really like the brownie flavors. I love the double chocolate salted caramel. The Built Bars are going to be delivered to you covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. There's some flavor that everyone will love from Built Bar, that's for sure. It's, you can also uh, try to uh, see which Built Bar flavor you like the most. Make that tough decision by trying all the flavors in a mix box where you'll get two of the each other nine basic flavors. And they always have some special flavors that you need to be looking out for and uh, special styles of Built Bar as well. And those are all delicious. Not only are the Built Bar flavors the best tasting, they're healthy for you too. Most of the flavors have 17 grams protein, only 130 calories, only 4 grams sugar, only 4 grams net carbs. A couple of the other flavors have 
18 grams protein, so a little bit more protein, just 180 calories, so still pretty low there. 5 grams sugar, 5 grams net carbs, 9 amazing core flavors, all tasty, all healthy. And the way to get into Built Bar right now, go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your first order. Use the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. We'll be right back here to close our look at the second round of our 17-round, 12-team half-point PPR mock draft with our picks for teams 4 through 1. All right, let us close the show here talking more about our second round mock draft. So far we go down here. We started the second round of Travis Kelsey going to team number 12. Then we went to Austin Eckler going to team 11. DeAndre Hopkins to team 10. Calvin Ridley to team 9. Cam Akers to team 8. A.J. Brown to team number 7. Joe Mixon to team number 6. And D.K. Metcalf to team number 5. Team number 4, they took Alvin Kamara in the first round. So we're also in the market for a wide receiver, and we're excited about Justin Jefferson. Come on down. You're the next player on team number four behind Alvin Kamara. So what is the lesson to be learned here, the piece of advice? Don't automatically expect some regression from a young player. Everyone always talks about this positive regression, negative regression. I get it. It's game theory. If a player is a certain level, you can't expect the same results to be there year after year. But Justin Jefferson is the tip of the iceberg with his performance last year. I think he can be a bigger touchdown scorer here for the Vikings. He's going to have a bigger role here. I think Adam Thielen had the bump in touchdowns that were a little bit abnormal. Justin Jefferson is here to stay. He's a talented receiver, runs routes really well, gets open deep. There's everything here that says Justin Jefferson can have another big statistical season, only working in a few more touchdowns here. So yeah, we're excited, team number four. And again, don't just say, oh, it was a bit fluky with his performance and all that. No, Jefferson, number one thing he has is talent, and it manifested itself completely in this offense. And really, it's a two-wide receiver offense. It's him and Adam Thielen. So Thielen should continue to fade, as the natural would say. There with his age, while Jefferson with his youth and experience should uh, bump up here this season. Team number three is next on the clock. They took Derrick Henry in the first round. Now, I guess we're going to be okay taking a second running back if that's how it plays out here. Kind of the wide receiver tier that we want to attack there with the values in the second round are gone. So team number three has Derrick Henry. They're going to go with Antonio Gibson of the Washington football team. Not much there in Washington. They, remember, teased him as a potential Christian McCaffrey-type usage here and Gibson remember that Cowboys game on Thanksgiving where he feasted and scored that showed you what kind of a big game feature back he can have a little bit of running back wide receiver hybrid here and really I think maybe Washington offense is flying under the radar but you add Curtis Samuel you add a little bit more explosiveness in the passing game with Terry McLaurin you have Ryan Fitzpatrick a competent quarterback what did we see last year with that Miles Gaskin being very efficient and effective there for the Dolphins with Fitzpatrick at the home. So more stable offense as a whole is going to help the running back. Very good offensive line still here for the Washington football team. So the piece of advice that comes with taking Antonio Gibson as a second-round pick for team number three, look for sneaky situations to exploit for elite results. So we're not surprised me if Gibson finished well in the RB1 category here. Again, 
He's a guy that's going to get a lot of touches. He involved here. So be excited about Antonio Gibson. And again, if they're going to tout him as Christian McCaffrey type here for this offense, just wait here with Scott Turner and Ron Rivera. We're down to team number two. They took Dalvin Cook, the Vikings running back in the first round. We're going with Najee Harris, the Steelers rookie. So we're doubling up on running backs too. So if you look at the way this uh, first round went down, you had uh, a few opportunities to double down. The Aaron Jones, Joe Mixon, team number six. You had uh, team number three with Derrick Henry and Antonio Gibson. Now you have team number two, Dalvin Cook and Najee Harris. So that's a pretty nice duo. Cook is going to be a focal point of the Vikings. Najee Harris, he's a rookie, but he's going to see the feature role for the Steelers. They used a first-round pick on him, not by accident, because they coveted him and wanted him there. And that thought how good he was. And Steelers were tired of not having that type of back since they lost Le'Veon Bell. James Conner did it for a while, but he wasn't durable. Harris has got tree trunks for legs. He's a good receiver. So the lesson to be learned here with team number two, don't hesitate on, to jump on worthy rookies. He's the first rookie off the board in this mock draft, but he deserves to be in the top 24 picks. He's that good of a runner. He's going to see that big of a role. So the talent is there. The role is there. The team is there. They're going to feed him the ball. Volume's going to be there. So Najee Harris, Dalvin Cook, two guys that are going to get heavy volume, feel really good if you're team number two. And Really, with our mock draft, we're trying to please every team here because you just have to adapt to the situation. So we feel good that all 12 teams have really hit it out of the park here with their first two picks. And finally, we end with team number one. And uh, the guy that we took in the first round was Christian McCaffrey. Not a surprise there. Expecting him to stay healthy and go off like he's done for most of his career. But what do we do with the second pick? You know, we're not loving the running backs here that are available, not loving the wide receivers. So we go with Patrick Mahomes. We're going Mahomes here. Why? Because, look, he's going to be great for your team. And Mahomes is the number one QB still on the board in fantasy football. He's the most reliable. Other guys might pass him up and all that, but Mahomes is going to have another big year. We know that with Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey weapons he has are fantastic the offense is still there the offensive line got some upgrades in a different way it's a lot of support for Mahomes so CMC and Mahomes so we have the top running back so we feel a little confident that we have some leeway at running back we also know our running back is a very good receiver so it gives us a little boost there and so we feel like we can take a little bit of a luxury pick here sometimes taking a quarterback early is what you're supposed to do and that's the advice that comes with team number one, taking Patrick Mahomes, so that, look, people try to play this game with streaming quarterbacks, and it's gotten harder because you don't know what you're going to get. They're unpredictable, and there are a lot of elite quarterback values that are emerging, so you don't get the opportunity to tap into those players in any given week. So Patrick Mahomes here, team number one, feels really good about that. Again, the advice, sometimes taking a quarterback early is what you're supposed to do. All right, so that's two picks down, 15 more to go, and we'll focus more on individual rounds here on the next few shows, and then we'll eventually uh, compress them into a kind of blitz, multiple round uh, kind of piece of advice and pick. So we'll do that at some point, but not until we get through the starting lineup. So we'll go round by round, at least through uh, round 10 here, to give you an idea of what's going on, and really take a deep dive into all what these teams are thinking, teams 1 through 12, and how they build their teams and uh, 
what are the piece of advice along the way. So a lot of advice, a lot of pick recommendations here. Just how things will play out, just slow playing it with the mock draft so you can see how it develops and how you should be thinking when you're on the clock for real at some point here in 2021 and probably multiple leagues. Today on the Locked On Today podcast, where do the Bucks go from here? Get more of the sports news you need in less time with Locked On Today podcast. Follow Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This has been another edition of the Locked On Fantasy Football podcast. This has been Vinny Iyer. We'll see you next time with our look at the third round of our 12-team, 17-round half-point PPR mock draft.